My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Rent Perfect Podcast. Today I'm excited. I got Mark Zinman here to talk about really one of my favorite topics today, Mark. Probably shouldn't be one of your favorite topics, but okay. I know. I'm just trying to make it exciting. But we're <laughs> going to talk about marijuana today. Not a user myself. Uh, you know, don't even know how, you know, all the slang words, Mary Jane, maybe, you know, all that good stuff. But uh, you're asking a lawyer. I don't I, know. I, <laughs> you would never admit it, anyways. So, anyways. <laughs> Let's uh, let's talk about marijuana and how it uh, how how do we deal with this in our properties? And the reason that we're talking about this today is we had the elections here in November 2020. A lot of states uh, not only made it medically uh, legal, but they went ahead and said full on legal recreational marijuana is good across the country. I think only five states have held out to make it still completely illegal. And a lot of landlords are asking, do I do I need to put up with it? And can my tenants smoke marijuana in my property? So, Mark, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Awesome. Mark's an attorney here in Arizona. Anything that Mark says, it's not legal advice. He's just giving me some uh, good conversation. Go to your own attorney to get legal advice. But I appreciate your disclaimer. Nice job. Yeah, yeah. I try, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, what, 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 what rights do we have as a landlord in our private property, and what can we say and not say and all that good stuff? And that's actually a great way of phrasing the question, because it is your property. And so the question is, what rights and what restrictions can you put in? And generally... The default is, especially in Arizona, and I'm sure everywhere else as well, is that you can control what goes on in your property, um, even as expansive as gun rights, right? Marijuana is a bit more dicey because people are so not used to what's going on with the changes in the law, recreational, medicinal. But if you go to something as as core as our Second Amendment rights to guns, right, and you think on a community and an apartment community, they can restrict guns being on property because they have concerns of safety, just appearance of threats and so they can say we don't want guns anywhere in the community areas and so you kind of take that control that property right control and it applies the same way as marijuana and say you know it's a violation of federal law we don't want it on our property more importantly though if you think about it if you have a family living in one unit they're not going to want the smell of marijuana coming over into theirs and that's where the real i think property owners start the managers it's hard for them so you might you might take a little bit different look at this if you have a multi-family or if you have a single family, there might be a few dynamics Absolutely. because with a single family, you don't have the common area. So I appreciate you bringing that. So in the common area, it's private property. You can control what goes on the private property. So if you have a community pool and you see some people with a bong out there smoking pot, you can come out. And, and if your policies are no marijuana on the, the premises, you can enforce that. Yeah, absolutely. And you can okay. do it in the units themselves, even in a single family. Okay. What landlords have to realize is if you're managing a single family, you don't have that same sort of privity of knowing what's going on on a day-to-day basis, right? Right. You don't have a manager on site. You don't have neighbors telling you what's going on, the complaints. Um, I don't look through the windows, you know, and (laughs) Well, you don't have the hallways, people complaining, the smoke going from unit to unit. If you're truly in a single family home, the chance you're going to get notified that somebody's doing something inside the unit is a lot less than in multifamily. Right. Where smoke 
permeates. So I'm doing monthly inspections right now, just kind of where we're at in the times. And so if I roll in and I have a no smoking policy now, I, I think um, I think I want to talk about that about in a second. But if I roll in there and I see now a bong sitting on the table and now it's recreation, recreational legal in the state of Arizona and many other states, can I still give them a notice for that? You can definitely give them the notice, no question. I think what we're suggesting is kind of, the, at least in Arizona, recreational, I mean, medicinal was passed, I think, in 2010. Yes. And so at that time, it was still covered by the crime-free addendum that's, that's used across the country. But we said, you know what, tweak that a bit. Make it clear that even medicinal is still prohibited. And that's what we're suggesting now as well, saying, okay, yes, recreational is allowed, but it's still a federal violation of federal law, no use, no possession, no cultivation of it on our property. And if you see it on your property, then absolutely give a notice. Whether it's a 10-day or an immediate, depends on kind of what the circumstances are and what you can actually prove. Okay, and then also right now, I have at my leases, no smoking is permitted on the premises. Would that also cover smoking marijuana? I, I don't think it says smoking tobacco or it just says no smoking. Yes. So I imagine that that would cover... It should cover everything. Again, I like, I'm an attorney, you know, I like the clarity. Right. I like to say no elect, no e-cigarettes, no marijuana, no tobacco, literally just list out everything. But right. even if it doesn't list out everything, it says no smoking. And if you're smoking, doesn't matter what it is, it could be anything. And right. It violates your lease, no question. And with a lot of the edibles now, the brownies, the caramels, the blueberries, all the good stuff that they're making. You seem to know a lot of different options there. Yeah, I actually rent to an owner of a dispenser, a dispensary, so he kind of educates me on the percentage of sales and anyways. Seems like a very convenient answer. Yeah, and I thought about it for the podcast. So <laughs> That's what you call preparation <laughs> for a podcast. I like that. No, but, uh, but, but, you know, there are a lot of edibles out there that, uh, that he tells me that people are getting. And I just imagine as a landlord, I'm not even going to know about those. So, Correct. There's so, no way. So really, I'm worried about the smoke in the air. And the reason I'm worried about the smoke in the air is because it's going into my ceilings. It's going into my walls. It's permeating the carpet. But as far as now drugs in my home, especially, especially marijuana, I'm probably not even going to know about it unless I'm doing on-site inspections. Correct. I mean, there's no way you're going to get, even in an apartment community, you're not going to get notified when it's people are eating edibles. Just right. good luck. <laughs> like the peach rings that look like candy. <laughs> you're just not going to know. And really, most of the time, you're probably not even going to care anyways. It's really when it starts to bother other people or damage your unit. And okay. smoke damage, you know, is excessive, yes. right? I mean, yes. you're talking about th thousands of dollars to fix a unit where somebody's been sitting in smoking inside. It ruins the carpet. Yeah. It ruins the paint. The ceiling. Yeah. Um, it gets in everywhere. It's disgusting. Yeah. And yeah. so that's the concern because people tenants always say, well, what do you care if I smoke? It's my right. It's recreational. Well, it's not that. It's you're disturbing right. other people and you're ruining my property. Right. I want to kind of, I, I know you're an expert in landlord-tenant law, and I'm going to throw you kind of a topic that you might even say, Dave, I'm not real sure about that. But here's how else I see it affecting landlords, even though it's not on our property. I think people think because it's recreational, it becomes like alcohol. It becomes totally legal and I can do it. And then they show up to work high or they show up to work and they send them for a drug test and they don't pass. Now, I'm telling you in the employment world where I'm at and doing employment screening, you will be fired if you have marijuana in your system, if you're driving, right, because you're coming to the employer impaired and it's still federal law. And we are seeing a lot of employers um, firing people for having drugs in their system. And this has happened a lot when Colorado first started. And, and they're saying, wait, 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 this, this is all legal now. 
but but there's a very there's a there's a chance if you rent to somebody who smokes pot and they get a job that does a drug test on them, there's a chance they lose their job. And when they lose their job, we're affected by it, obviously, because we need the rent. Yeah. Right. And so you still want to make sure that that you're really watching um, those people that have some um, like in, in Arizona. Part of the law was they're expunging all of their past um, misdemeanors, felonies of drug possession for marijuana. Correct. Right. Yeah. So the just so obviously this is national, but in Arizona, basically they passed the law which says you can use, buy, or possess up to an ounce of marijuana if you're over 21, and then they're going back in any of those crimes that are currently pending right. or charged, they're right. wiping those away. Which Maricopa right. County said there's thousands of those charges. And also in Arizona, not sure about nationwide, you can grow five plants for personal use. So if I'm going to my rentals now and I'm seeing a little garden now, all of a sudden I didn't <laughs> see before. It's in the closet. <laughs> a little hydroponics going on. So um, I'm certainly going to be, um, you know, paying attention to that. So I think the bottom line is even though that marijuana, you know, around the country is becoming um, legalized, you know, more and more, I think as a landlord, my personal opinion is I, I want to stay away from it. It still causes too many rippling effects that can affect me down the road. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, people just don't realize the impact it can have on property owners. And the same, I always look to the extreme because that's anytime I'm trying to figure out a new problem, I'm like, okay, how does this impact clients? How do we work through this? I always go to the extreme. So here I look at Oregon, right? Oregon is now passed basically saying you can have hard drugs, heroin, cocaine, meth in minor amounts, and it's fine. Now, if you take that into a property, (laughs) that could lead to a lot of problems down the road from a property owner, people dying in properties, damage yeah. to properties, all those kind of things. So it's like, okay, yes, states may be more lenient now. It's still a violation of federal law, right. and it can still have bad impacts upon, upon the property owner. And I always tell all my, my um, clients, listen, if you rent to somebody who's doing, you know, meth, cocaine, marijuana, what, whatever, what kind of people do they hang out with? What kind What's of person? Attract? Yeah, what kind of person is going to be hanging out in your home? And so you're not only renting that person, you're renting to his swath of responsible friends that are coming over and, and the damage that uh, possibly could happen in your unit. So yeah, and especially for viewers of the podcast here, it's a lot of single family, right? So you got to yeah. realize what does that entail. You then have the HOA that's seeing all these people. You see the cars, people out front of the house. You're going to start getting notices. There's going to be problems that arise. Awesome. Well, Mark, thank you. I think you and I realize, and we've come to the conclusion that even though it's it's legal around the country in a lot of states, it's something that we just really want to stay away from. We do have the protections uh, that it's illegal federally we can stand behind that and we do have the private property laws and we can make those rules too on our own private property correct absolutely and i think that that is the one thing that's going to watch though i think the house is looking at whether or not this should continue to be a illegal on a federal level and that's going to be a a page turner if you will depending on what happens and we'll be back in front of the microphones talking about our strategies at that point exactly because now we can lean back on federal law and say it is illegal at this point, and that's that's the rules we're going to follow. Mark, thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure to be here. All right. Well, stay away from any kind of tenants who have propensities to do any kind of drugs or, or any criminal histories that have to do with drugs. I tell you, it's more than just getting high. It's more than just a small night, a moment, a party. It is it is a reflection on how your property is going to be ran in the next six months, next year, how you're going to deal with your tenants, who's going to be around your property, And I can tell you there's so many people out there who will treat your property so much better. So let's find those people for you. And until next time, continue to rent perfect.